The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Some of what you're about to hear is not really suitable for little ears. Elderly residents living in a Dublin flat complex are begging the local authority officials for extra security measures to be put in place. This is after a spate of recent break-ins. While, believe it or not, there have been three elderly residents murdered at Robinson's Court since 2006. An extraordinary statistic for a couple of dozen homes. Our chief reporter, Barry White, joins me now. Um, Good morning, Barry. Hi, Pat. Good morning. Uh, Residents, understandably, living in fear. So where exactly is this complex? Yeah, so Robinson's Court, Pat, is just off Cork Street in Dublin's south inner city. It would be near the Liberties area. Uh, There are 30 elderly residents aged in their 70s, 80s and 90s living here. And look, some of them are quite vulnerable. Uh, They live in small houses in this complex, which is in a cul-de-sac. So it's hidden from the main road, which is, I think, one of the main issues here. Because if you go into the cul-de-sac as a stranger... Nobody's going to see you get in there. Um, now, in recent weeks, there has been a number of break-ins that have left residents shaken, where residents are also often terrorised with open drug dealing, intimidation, vandalism and demands for money by strangers. While on top of this, as you mentioned in your intro, Pat, three elderly residents of Robinson's Course have been murdered in the last 17 years. In 2006, 80-year-old Vincent Plunkett was found in his home in Robinson's Course with his throat slit. Seven years ago, residents found their 61-year-old wheelchair-bound neighbour Anthony Rogers with fatal stab wounds to his head and neck after hearing him cry for help. Well, just two years ago, another resident at this sheltered accommodation lost his life in violent circumstances. 76-year-old Kwok Ping Cheng, who was originally from Hong Kong, was found covered in blood with horrific injuries after he was murdered with an axe in 2021. He had been living in Robinson's Court for 10 years, so three murders since 2006. Now, many of the elderly people living in the complex uh, had to give evidence in court about the brutal murders of their mur- of their neighbours and friends. So yeah, not a great place to live currently. And residents say they just want extra security. So not too much to ask for, I don't think. Mm, you can see how a lot of this stuff that's going on, because it's a cul-de-sac, because it's not on the main road, uh, the only eyes on the activities are the elderly people uh, themselves. Anyway, you went to Robinson's Court yesterday meeting the residents. What are they saying to you? Yeah, so I've been speaking to some of the elderly residents here and they're pleading for extra security measures after some of the flats were broken into in recent weeks. Now, residents claim that the council promised to install security gates at the entrance following the death of Mr Chang two years ago. However, they're still waiting. And I've been speaking to 75-year-old Sarah Cullen. She's lived in Robinson's Court for 20 years. And she told me she's living in fear after an intruder came into her home just last week. Well, he came to me door. Now, he was sitting here. So he said, I'm only out of prison. Have you any money? I said, no, I f*** all money for you and you're getting nothing. So move away from my door. And was this man aggressive when he came in? Well, he went to hit that woman over there with a bag with a load of cans in it. And how long have you lived here, Sarah? I'm 20 years here. But there has been a lot of break-ins, drug yeah, dealing. Yeah. There has, it's quite common here, is it? It is, yeah. And there's also been three murders, three I understand, murders in, in the 20 was, years you've yeah, lived here? there was nothing done about that. Nothing. What do residents want? We want we want proper security that to tour around here at night. We want security, or even just a gate, I suppose, because anybody I can come, see, a, come I, and go I here can't freely. See the gates going up. Why not? 
They promised him that them gates after the three murders and the gates never went up. What's your message to Dublin City Council? Tell them to put up the gates and have plenty of security in here at night. And are you living in fear here now, sir? I am living in fear, yeah. I was lucky I wasn't killed out there. I was lucky to be alive. I'm not getting any younger. I'm just not able for all the hassle. Now, Pat, that's 75-year-old Sarah Cullen. As you heard there, an intruder came into her home and she was left fairly shaken. And they've also been speaking to other residents who say, as well as the recent attempted break-ins at Sarah's flat, they say they also see regular open drug dealing taking place and sometimes people gather in the square uh, of the cul-de-sac and drink on the street while there's often intruders uh, come into the square area, just strangers coming into the square area. And these residents told me that they've had enough. It's just that people are coming in, junkies, they're doing drugs, they're walking into people's homes, they're robbing people, they're throwing their rubbish in our bins. There's people being murdered in here, and the corporation are still not doing anything about it. They're refusing to put gates up because they said they haven't got the money to do it. But they, as I said before, they can do it for Joe Biden, they can spend money on Mr America, but they won't spend it on their own. They won't spend it on the homeless, they won't spend it on the elderly, and as we are in here, we're all afraid that somebody's going to come in through our door one night, all because the corporation won't put gates up at the end of it. The security of this place, we need it badly, because there's strangers coming in, there's cars coming in, selling drugs, doing drugs, staying there for an hour at a time and driving out. So what can you do? What can you do? And it doesn't seem like too much to ask for. No, no, it's not. Just security gates, is all residents want. A little bit of security is a little thing to ask for in, in today's world, because... You can't walk down a Collins Street at night now without putting your life on the line. And it's getting out of the city centre and it's edging its way all through Dublin. Well, I feel in fear because I go in every evening and I put that tube lock on and I lock my door and I'm afraid leaving the windows open on the bottom because in case anyone breaks in. You know what I mean? It's getting worse in here. That's no way to live, Sharon, though, is it? Fearing that somebody's going to break in every night. And what would you like to see here? Would you like to see more security, is it? I would, and I'd like to see, um, I'd like to get out of here, to be honest with you, move out altogether, because I just can't hack it. Have you just had enough? Had enough of it, yeah. I mean, I'm 11 years here now in October, and I just hate this place. And in your 11 years here, there's actually been residents who live here who, who were murdered. Yeah, there was one murder than there. One over there, the little Chinese man. Genuine George, we used to call him. But he was a terrible nice man. He do no harm on no one. But Tony got stabbed 22 times. He was in a wheelchair, electric wheelchair. Well, obviously, the more security, the better. Like, they're talking about gates. I don't know whether it's feasible to put gates up. But even if they put sensor lights in with extra cameras, you know, like, if someone's walking in and the light comes in and shines on them, you know, all of a sudden they say, oh, I'm not going in there. You know, it might be some deterrent. And do you see people who don't live in uh, the complex that come in here regularly? Well, you see people walking in regularly, but sometimes they might be taking a wrong turn. But there are people come in, like you see it daily, on a daily basis, cars driving in and dumping the rubbish. You know, a simple thing like that. And do you think it, in this day and age, should any elderly person be living in fear? No, not at all. Like... I'm one of the younger people around here, but there are older people here. They, they won't open the doors. They're terrified at night time, especially. They won't open the doors, and then you have people coming in and saying they're carers. People opening the door to them, and you know I'm your new care, and they're going in and robbing them. Like that lady up next door to me, she's 93 years of age. 
she's terrified to open up her door. What an extraordinary set of circumstances. Uh, Chancellor's coming in saying, I'm your carer, and then go in and rob them. Yeah, I think maybe some people know that there's vulnerable people living, vulnerable people living in here as well, Pat, which makes them an easy target. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's terrible. So, Barry, what are Dublin City Council saying about the demand for gates? Yeah, so Dublin City Council say they have been unable to proceed with electric gates at Robinson's Course due to fire safety issues. However, DCC say it is reviewing all security arrangements at the complex and that it will meet residents in the next few weeks to update them. And DCC say it's committed to ensuring as much as possible the safety of its tenants and will develop solutions with residents in the coming weeks. While Garda sources have told me there are regular patrols in the Cork Street area and they will be particularly watching the Robinson's Court area given uh, recent activity there. And local Sinn Féin councillor Myra Devine says she hopes the solution can be found as soon as possible. It's designed really badly and they need to you know, own that. Um, and we need to put some barrier, whatever it may be, a barrier in that will prevent easy access from people who are going there for uh, nefarious purposes. And those nefarious purposes have included three murders, let's be blunt about it. Uh, we just need to protect our vulnerable. They're the most vulnerable in their 80s, 90s. Um, I want a security expert down there to do an assessment, a site visit, assess every single area, every nook and cranny there and tell us and give us options that the residents can agree on and manage. One thing I noticed when I was in Robinson's Court today, there are cameras above every flat or every house there, but they don't work. Well, apparently I've been, that's how I was informed by the gentleman in the upper floors um, yesterday and today that they're meant to, like a lot of people would have security and the film goes to the, uh, the your, your TV, but apparently they have never worked. These guys have been left let down so many times. It's a, a complex that is beautiful in its own way and has a good community spirit, but the terror that's wrought on it, a lot of them just want to get out. So I go in there and all I get is, Myra, help me get a transfer, get me a transfer. I want out of here. I want out of here. I suppose two years ago when one of the residents uh, was brutally and tragically murdered, DCC should have been looking at the security situation back then. Here we are almost two years later and the residents are saying the same thing. The DCC have to look at this urgently now? Oh, it's got to be urgent. I put the pin to the collar yesterday at the area committee, the emergency motion that I had, and the response, you know, was fairly decent. But uh, I just, I need to see action. I don't need to see words or... So I've asked them when, 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 and we've got a date for security uh, report and recommendations to come back to the residents within three weeks. It actually needs to be a bit more urgent than that, but that's as urgent as it's got. Uh, the police have in, increased their patrols and there's uh, DCC staff around every morning knocking on doors and, and checking on people. But look, everything fades away. This will be forgotten until the next time and there will be a next time in Robinson's Court. It's constant theft, robbery, burglary, assault and the ultimate three murders. I mean, what more do you need to actually you know, get proactive and do something in protecting our most vulnerable and that's Councillor Maura Devine. Some of the texts coming in. This report is boiling my blood. We've allowed degenerates free reign all over our city. We've become so soft. And these poor people who simply want to live in peace are literally the victims of this. It is shocking. Another one says, if it was in Black Rock or Donnybrook, the gates would be up long ago. And that's what makes it worse. Um, and I wonder, uh, Barry, I don't know, how do the fire brigade cope with 
private complexes, and there are many that are, that are gated. Well, I was thinking this yesterday. I'm not a security expert, but I couldn't see why they couldn't put a gate here. This complex, it's just off the main road. I live in an apartment complex in Dublin 8. Are you gated? Uh, and we're gated, yeah. We just have a So fob. what happens if you have a fire? We just have a fob that we click and the gates open. Like, surely that would be so easy So your do. management company, and maybe you're not part of uh, the, the, the board of management, but uh, presumably they are obliged to give some details to the local fire brigade um, as to how so, gates yeah. are to be opened in the end of, event of fire. Or are we expecting the fire brigades to literally crash through the gates? Like yeah, a, I'm sure the fire brigade could come out with DCC and, you know, assess the area. But I kind of felt the shame yesterday that we can't protect these older, vulnerable people who are living in the city centre. Like it shouldn't be happening in this day and age. Another one. Uh, when drugs change from heroin to crack cocaine, the level of violence increases exponentially. Another one, though, suggests the contrary. Legalized drugs and this problem disappears, in my opinion. That's from Hugh Mullen. Lots of uh, responses to that. Barry White, uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.